Welcome back to another episode of Single Moms Doing the Most. This is Brooke. This is Farah, and we are in episode number six. What? <laughs> hey, hey, it's February. It's what are we talking February. about? Love. We talking about all types of love. Love is in the air. <laughs> today, specifically, we are talking about self-love. And I think it's one of those things that people don't really put in the front of their mind. We all talk about self-care. We all talk about um, being healthy. We all talk about mental health care. But all of that, to me, falls under self-love. If you love yourself enough, you'll take care of your body health-wise. You'll take care of your body mentally. And you'll take care of yourself to make sure you stay happy. And I think I wanted to touch on this because sometimes, especially for people who suffer with anxiety, depression, um, any kind of mental disorder, it could be hard to give yourself a little bit of self-love. So uh, since February is heart month and love month, let's talk about it. <laughs> what is self-love to you? Huh, that's a good question. I mean, and you know, I had to think about this one because you know there's another type of Self-love. Self-love. <laughs> <laughs> that, that came to my mind first, but that's that's the heathen in me. Um, I mean, that's uh, self-love too. That's self-love. I mean, it is, and there's nothing heathen about it. But you know, my mind <laughs> tends to wander, so I had to bring it back. I was like, oh, that's not what Sarah's affair is talking about. <laughs> um, I guess it, it's interesting that one thing you said was. Um, self-care self like all that other stuff falls if you love yourself enough you'll do these things and I think there are a lot of people out there who don't feel like they don't love themselves they probably like of course I love myself like who doesn't but more in a self-preservation type way Mm -hmm. versus a a genuine um, connection to yourself Mm -hmm. and so I guess for me if I had to answer that question what is self-love it would be acceptance of yourself and feeling worthy of that love because I think sometimes you feel like of course I love myself but you don't do the things for yourself to to, that would show that Mm -hmm. but like you said if you if you you know eat well it's like eat like you care about yourself work out like you care about yourself like do these things like you care about yourself like how you would do for someone else Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times I feel like if someone were to ask me, like, do you love yourself? My my automatic answer would be, of, of course, course I, I do. do. Mm-hmm. But if I treat you or anyone else better than I would treat myself and feel like that person is deserving of, of, the, of the love that I give them, but I wouldn't do the same for myself, then Maybe there's a I disconnect don't. there. Exactly. And I think for, like I said, for some of us, especially as moms, It's so easy for us to make sure our children are loved, our children feel loved, and our children um, are secure in their love. And we teach, we even teach our kids affirmations of self-love. But how often are you doing it for yourself? So one of the things I know that I do with Elijah is I make sure in the morning when we say our affirmations, I say, you know, I'll say, you are loved. And he'll look at me and say, you are loved. Instead of saying, I am loved, he'll look at me and say, you are loved. And I look at him and I say, you are loved. And, you know, we go about our affirmations that way. And then another thing is, I don't necessarily think because if you're, um, 
if you're not living a health, you know, everybody's on a healthy lifestyle kick right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it does not mean because you're not vegan, because you're not keto, because you're not blah, 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 and in the gym for three. It does It does not necessarily mean you love yourself because there are some people who are in the gym that hard that don't love themselves. And it's they're doing it for others to love them. So we have to be careful when we when we do things like you said if i'm doing it for somebody else why can't i do it for me if i'm not doing it for me then i have then i really have to sit with myself and be like okay well what's wrong what's really going on why why won't i take time to go enjoy a meal by myself why won't i take time to go to a spa by myself do something for me in order to rejuvenate myself so that i can go ahead and give my son love right yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's funny because I feel like I was doing all of those things before I became a mom. Like, it was nothing for me to, to go out to dinner by myself, to go to a movie by myself. I've gone on vacations mm-hmm. by myself, and I felt deserving of it. I'm like, I work hard. I, you know, I'm a good person. I deserve this. And then... When I had my son, not even actually, you know, let me back that up a bit. Before I even had him, when I got married, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to do all these things for either him or us, myself. Mm-hmm. And I got a little lost mm-hmm. in that. And I think that's where the self love kind of suffered a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then once I had Jackson, it was like all the love I have, I poured onto him. Exactly. And I felt like being the best mom meant pouring everything that I had into him. And that was love without thinking about, I need that love poured back into me too. So I think you go through like anything else, like ebbs and flows of how you feel. Cause a relationship is like that. And mm-hmm a relationship with yourself falls under the same thing. I think you could fall in and out of love with yourself at some point. Cause there was definitely, trust me, if I had loved myself the way I do now, then I probably wouldn't have gotten married mm. to be honest with you. Um, obviously Jackson is a result of that union. So I don't count it as a failure. I count it as a life experience and a lesson, but what got me into that relationship that I should not have been in is something I, there's something in myself that I didn't love enough to stop and say like, love is not enough in this situation. Like there needs to be respect. There needs to be this, there needs to be that. And I love the other person and the thought of us together more than I love myself. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that we're having this conversation, especially in a month where everybody celebrates love and their partners and spouses and things like that. But it starts with you because if you're not, if you don't love yourself that same way, whatever relationship you're in is going to suffer in some type of way, unless you address it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's what self-love is to me. It's just making sure that you're in tune with yourself, that you accept yourself flaws and all, while continuing to learn and grow and evolve and all those things and just never lose sight of the fact that you are a child of God, you are worthy just the way you are, you are enough just the way you are and you don't need anyone to compliment you or I shouldn't say compliment you, but make you whole. Right. You are already You are already whole, exactly. 
and um, I think of two 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 things that I read. It was one, um, Will Smith when he was on the red table, um, and how he was saying had how he had to step back from his wife and be like, you know what, I can't make you happy. Uh-huh. There's no way I can make you happy. I'm gonna go on. A, I'm gonna go over here and work on me being happy. You go over here and work on you being happy, and then we gonna come back together and be happy. And then, <laughs> you know, the other um, the quote that I often think about is um, I think it's Diane Von. Why the heck do you say her last name? Von Strindberg of D- DVS. Von Von Furstenberg. Diane Von Furstenberg. Yes. Um. You know. DVF. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things she always says is the most important relationship in your life is the relationship you have with yourself, because uh-huh. no matter what happens, you will always be with yourself. And that's one of the things I carried with me at the end of 2019 when I was uh-huh. trying to date and I was just like, oh, my God, what is going on? Every every relationship I try to get in, it crumbles before it even starts. It You know, it falls apart before it even starts. And, um, I remember just like after the last guy, I was just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna go ahead and take myself on a date. And I did. Uh It was the first time I'd ever taken myself on a date. I dropped off my son to my aunt's and I ran a few errands and then I went to Panera's. And I just sat there. I didn't pretend that I was working. I didn't pretend that I was doing, I didn't have a laptop. I just sat there and enjoyed a meal by myself and had my audio book in my ear. And after that, I remember leaving and going, the day you can sit that way with the man, that's when you know you're ready to be in a relationship. If you can just sit quietly and be still and enjoy time by yourself, that's when you know you're ready. And so I took that into this year where it's to the point where it's like, I'm not even playing with knuckleheads. Like you got one strike. <laughs> like it's not even, <laughs> it's not even two strikes. You got one. Cause I, I, I've learned, I've learned the value of me. I've learned the value of what I have to offer. And if you're not going to take what I have to offer seriously, then by all means, go ahead and ghost me. It's not going to hurt my feelings anymore. Go ahead Mm -hmm. and don't talk to me. It's not going to hurt my feelings anymore. I'm not going to question me. I'm not going to question my value anymore. I'm just going to be like, you know what, bro? Thank you. Thank you very much. You have done me a favor of not wasting my time. I appreciate Mm -hmm. you. So, um... That's such a freeing feeling. It really is. It honestly is. And I think as moms, especially as single moms... When you're running around doing these things for, like you said, you lost yourself a little bit in taking care of yourself. You were a woman who would go on vacation, who would just at the drop of a time be like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to the spa. Now it's like, oh, wait, who going to watch Aston? Who going to watch Eli? So it's kind of like regaining that. So here's what the next question I want to ask is, how did you discover you were lacking in self-love? Oh, um... I think they were just sometimes you just go on autopilot and you don't realize it until something just crumbles and everything just falls through the cracks. And I just think for me, even when I thought I was good, like, cause you always think like, I'll be good when, when mm-hmm. I lose this weight, when yes. I get this job, when I do all these things. And I think for me, once I had those things, I still was like, 
something I could still feel that there was something missing and honestly it was I, I was purposefully surrounding myself with people who I admired who did those things because I, I was always like I want to go to the spa I want to go to the movies I want to do this and then I thought like well why can't I because mm-hmm. I already had my built-in excuses well mm-hmm. it costs too much money or I don't have childcare, or my ex doesn't want to watch the, our son this weekend like I always had a built-in excuse but then I was like wait a minute if you truly if my sister had asked me like drive to Philly and watch my nephew so I could go to the spot, I would do it. Mm. So I'm like, wait a minute. How could I, How come I can't put that same effort forth for myself? How come I can't ask for the same things myself? And I was so afraid of the no. I was afraid of the rejection. I was afraid of still not being worthy enough for those things because you feel like, who am I to ask for these things? And now I'm like, why don't I deserve these things? Because for me, it's a hard, it's hard for me to discern what is feeling worthy and feeling entitled, like feeling deserving and feeling arrogant Mm. or um, just narcissistic. And I, I still struggle with that because even now, like you and I are both the same type of person where we like to be behind the scenes mm-hmm. and do all this stuff like we're not out in your face. And all of my friends and my family are like, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And it requires a bigger um, part of myself that I have to put in people's face. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't want to do that. Like. I'm going to come across as this, that, and the third. You know, and I'm just, I don't know how to strike a balance between the two. And what I had to tell myself was, wait a minute, if I'm still feeling like I want to do these things and I see other people doing these things and I don't do them, that means I'm, I want it. Mm -hmm. And stop denying that part of, like, don't deny it anymore. Like, if, if I want to go to the spa and luxuriate all day, instead of watching somebody else do it on Instagram. Right. Go do it. Like, I don't understand why that's a big deal for me, but I, but it is. And if I would do it for my sister and I feel like my sister is deserving, how come I'm not? And then when I would, you know, ask or go look, the answer was yes. And I was like, oh, okay, that was easy. And I went and did it. And then when I'm doing it, after I'm done, I'm like, how come I didn't do this sooner? Like, mm-hmm. And there was this time, like I said, in my life where it was nothing for me to go do it, but it was just me. But when you have your kid and you have your partner, you have whatever you feel like you're the person that has to come last. last. And I got sick and tired of being last. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like I just got tired of being last. And now having been in that, uh, a bad marriage and coming, coming out on the other side of it. Now I've, I find like my, I don't know if it's a, a thing of this month, I'll be 47, just something about getting older. You just take less nonsense mm-hmm. and you just become more aware of who you are and things you've done. And you take, you take into account your life and just take uh, inventory of the things you do. And I'm like, you know what? I've worked hard for this. I am a good mother. I'm a good person. I'm a good friend. I'm a good daughter. I'm a good sister. Like I absolutely deserve, deserve all of this. this. Yeah. And absolutely. for no other reason than this is the, this is what I am to other people. So why can't I be that for myself? So now I'm interviewing sitters 
I got an interview, uh, I'm meeting one tomorrow, <laughs> I've got one next Tuesday. I'm putting things in place so that when something comes up that I want to do you for do myself, yeah. I'm good all yeah. the way around. And God will provide it for me to do. And that's it. Like, I think that's for me to answer your question when I realized that I was lacking in self-love because I wanted these things and I just had to... my my feeling of to being deserving of these things to catch up to my want for mm-hmm. it. So and now true. it is. <laughs> it's so true. Like everything you said is so true. And I'm pretty sure there are moms who are going to be listening to this and going, damn, that's me. Like, wow, uh-huh. she's talking to me because it's so, it's so easy to literally put everybody else in front of you. And even if you're not a mom, you'll find that it's easy. If you're taking care of any kind of family member, if you are the breadwinner, if you are helping out your mother, if you're helping out whoever in your family, you kind of end up suffering silently. And then you can kind of also become quite resentful without even Uh noticing. And one thing I remember, I had a conversation with Sybil. Um, She's one of our very good friends. And I was speaking to her and she was like, I think you take on your family burdens without explaining to your family what they should be doing. And I was like, huh? And she was like, yeah, you take on your family burdens and you don't even explain to them what the burdens are. So for them, it's like, okay, well, if she's going to do it, she then hell, she might as well. Right. So for her, she was just like, you need to lay down your family burdens. They're not your own. And they're prop." And she was like, they're probably waiting for you to be like, you know what? You take care of this. And you'd be surprised that they'd be like, okay. And sure uh-huh. enough, I had to talk with my mother. I had to talk with my sister. And I was like, look, y'all. <laughs> look at here. Look at here. Look at here. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I need help in this area. Okay. Who's got this bill? Somebody's going to have to pick up this bill because I can't. You know, I need help. And sure enough, my mother stepped up, my sister, everybody stepped up. It's that it's that whole thing of asking what you need, what you desire to make you a better person that we are some for for whatever the reason we are afraid to do it. We are just like scared. And I don't know if it's a control issue. If if, uh-huh. if we sometimes feels like if I don't do it, it won't get done or it won't get done right. So it's like, you know what? I might as well. Or if it's that whole, by the time I explain it to you, I could have done it myself. I know I do that a right. lot. I know right. I, do, I do that a lot. That is me to a T. You know, so I had to learn. I had to learn like, okay, if I am lacking in energy, if I am lacking in spirit, if I am lacking in health, it is my fault. It's not theirs because I'm not vocalizing that I need help. So I Uh definitely discovered that I was taking on burdens that I did not need to. And so therefore my self-care was suffering and in a stressful job, I bloomed up to 250 pounds very easily because my self-care was definitely lacking. It was just like out the window, not existent. And Uh um, so I do think there are a lot of moms who are gonna listen to this episode and be like, well, hold up now, hold up. She might be talking about me, you know? So, Uh um, I think, I think we, we have to be more proactive and more conscious when like, you know, when you just need a mental break day, just take it. The job Uh won't be there tomorrow. It will still be there. It will yeah. be there. Just imagine if they fired you. It'd be there after they fired you. So take oh, a day. Tell me about it. Okay, so take a day. Take uh-huh. a day. My mom is 
oh my god my mom is notorious for not using her vacation and sick days she is notorious until she's forced to uh-huh. you know what i'm saying until her body you know she's she's you know not in the best of health so it's like until her body forces her to take a vacation to forces her to take a sick day she won't so i was very very um i was very conscious of that and not wanting to be like my mother so i made sure 2020 i was just like nah fool i'm gonna be about me i'm gonna love you i'm gonna take care of you but guess what i gotta be about me as well yeah absolutely i mean it's just it's funny because i told myself this year that i wasn't necessarily going to be selfish but i'm going to be selfish a little bit like i'm just going to test and see what happens if i say this out loud and so like february is not just you know uh, valentine's month but it's my birthday month and i love birthdays like I I celebrate everyone else's birthday like it's my own like I make a big deal out of birthdays I always have but even when it came to you know having a dinner for myself or something I always felt like oh is it is it selfish or is it egotistical to throw your own birthday dinner like but I always just wanted the people around me that I love the most to be around me so you know like two years ago I had a birthday dinner you were there like everybody was there mm-hmm. and so for me to do with my girlfriends that was like always an easy thing but for like a love interest or like even when I was married with my husband I almost like didn't feel like making a big deal out of my birthday because I felt like that's too showy but this year I was like I'm celebrating all of February I know that's right I expect you to make a big deal out of my birthday I don't care if you don't make a big deal out of yours. I make a big deal out of mine. Anybody in my orbit is going to make a big deal out of my birthday. I know that's right. <laughs> I'm just going to see what happens. And and it's so funny because even as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, believe it, believe it, believe it. Because I still was like, oh, I'm saying this. Right, right. I've gotten something. What is today? We're in the first week of February. I've gotten two gifts so far. Yay for my birthday and I was like oh all I had to do was say it I'm getting gifts all this time and it sounds like greedy and whatever but it's like I love birthdays and I'm not asking for anything that I wouldn't give for somebody else exactly who I feel like deserves it now I'll put that out there too like I'm the same thing like the person that got me the two gifts so far I went all out for his birthday you know what I'm saying so I'm not asking for something that I wouldn't do for somebody else. And if you tell me I make a big deal out of my birthday and I expect you to come to this dinner, I'm going to bust my behind to be there. Because I, I want someone to do the same thing for me. And I was never able to ask for that in a romantic setting. Now, like, you know, my friends and stuff, like I have a friend who's like, do not make a big deal out of my birthday and I won't out of respect for her, even though I'm secretly like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like like, that friend who still will throw you a party even if you ask me not to. Um, But if I, I I usually follow a person's lead. Like if you tell me you don't want to deal with your birthday, I'll, I'll fall back. But if you tell me you love birthdays, oh, it's, it's going to be a party. And <laughs> I never had anyone do that for me. 
Never. Like mm-hmm. if I had a dinner, it was because I threw it. Mm-hmm. If I had a party, it was because I threw it myself. So this year I was like, I'm going to see if this works, if this shows, if this person shows up, not him specifically, because I've, I've put it out there on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Like, I'm accepting um, gifts, dinners, all this stuff. And I've never done that before. I've never put it out there before. Like, I've always been the person to plan my own celebration. And even that took a while to do. I didn't have my first birthday party until I was 35. And I threw it myself. So it took till 35 for me to even celebrate myself. Mm. And so now I'm like, I'm going to put it out there that I want to be celebrated absolutely and we're gonna see who does it and, and it's so far see. it's working and i'm just like oh my god right. i'm manifesting these things so a lot of times self-love just is having the courage to ask yeah. for what you want what absolutely. you desire what you deserve all of that absolutely and and, i'm doing it and it's so funny that you speak about birthdays um i remember my 35th my 35th birthday um my dad had just died and you know, y'all plotted on me. <laughs> you know, y'all that was plotted. the most fun that day was, ever. Oh my god! So they they basically for for um one of the people that I work with, the great girlfriends, they basically were like, okay, we're having this meeting, we're having this meeting. What day are you available? Unbeknownst unto me, they're asking me questions, and I'm like, whatever you guys choose. And they're like, no, well, what day works for you? So I'm like, okay, this day. And they're like, do you know any place around you that we could go sit down and have a dinner? So I hit up Rabia, asking Rabia, hey, what's the name of that restaurant in Montclair? She's like, oh, this, that, and the third. So I relay it to them. I'm thinking I'm rolling up to a meeting, and these fools are sitting there. I start boo-hooing. Mind you, I walk through the door, and they're like, happy birthday! And I'm turning around like, whose birthday is it? I'm like, oh my... <laughs> now I'm feeling all bad because I came and I don't have a gift for this birthday person. And they're like, you! And I start boo-hooing. For me, that was the first time that people outside of my family celebrated me. My family always celebrates me. Whether I want to or not, like my mother did this year. <laughs> Whether I want to or not. You know, you that birthday celebration that you planned and cooked. That I planned and cooked for. Girl, listen. But it was the first time that people outside of my family took the time to celebrate me. And I'm one of those people, like, small gestures go a long way with me. I don't care about fancy, like, for me, the small gestures, the personal gestures, the personal touch go a long way with me. And so that was one of those years where I did not feel like celebrating my birthday because my dad had literally just died. And I was talking to Roseanne and Roseanne was like, oh, no, she turned 35 and she's not celebrating. Oh, heck no. And she took it upon herself to put the people that I care most about, the women that I look up to and admire in a room to celebrate me. And it showed me. Like you said, you just have to speak it. You just have to speak it. And the people who care about you, the people who really understand you, who really see your heart, they'll take their cue. I didn't tell her. Yeah, I didn't tell her to do anything. But she could sense that it was a hard year for me. And she took it upon herself to go ahead and put that together for me. And having people around you who know your heart, who know your desires, like you said, when you speak it, they show up. When you say you want something, they they find a way to assist you 
is all part of self-love. So we want you guys to chime in and let us know, what do you do to keep your self-love? So hit us up on Facebook, um, at Single Moms Doing The Most, on Twitter, at Single Moms underscore DTM, on Instagram, at Single Mom underscore Doing The Most. I got that right? I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember all of them. But we want to know, what are some things that you're doing to make sure you keep your self-love in this month of love? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get the self love out the way first because we going to be talking about loving other people later on. So um, it might not be so lovey dovey. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you love yourself, all the other love falls into place. Absolutely. So, let us know in the comments on social media. We want to hear from you. Thank you for listening. We truly appreciate your support, and um, we'll be talking to you next week. And we're single moms. Doing the most. Bye, guys. Bye.